Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Feisty, fearless and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. I know your name is Rita. Because your perfume is smelling sweet. talking here on the Rita Cosby show about the migrant crisis. There's a lot of finger pointing going around and we're going to continue talking about the border, the vote that took place and also more details. By the way, there's word tonight uh, that the migrants that were arrested in Arizona, these are the guys uh, that they thought were on the bus bound for California, that they are not the New York City suspects involved in beating the police officers. That is just breaking right now. And that's not good news if indeed that's the case, because that means that those guys are still on the lam. They only have one of them. But remember, six of them were out on no bail, even though many of them had priors We don't even know if they gave the right names. There are so many issues here. And we're also finding tonight more details about that moped gang that was hired. Remember, it was a group of migrants, a very, very vast group of migrants that sort of created this gang. They hired a hacker to breach banking apps. And the NYPD is revealing some pretty interesting details about some of the high-tech things that they were doing And how it all worked. It was a group of moped-riding migrants. And one of them uh, also, by the way, uh, terrorizing a whole bunch of different people, including an Uber Eats driver. So think about when you order Uber Eats in the future, I guess, right? Um, They used a hacker to breach bank accounts and make purchases at stores like Home Depot. And the cops said they used a very sophisticated sort of crime ring. They were going through WhatsApp, and it was a group of different nationalities. It was Venezuelans, those from Ecuador, Mexico, Honduras. Uh, They were talking about this earlier today. They're sort of all brought together in different shelters. Uh, It was led by a Venezuelan migrant named Victor Parra, who I believe is still on the run, 30 years old. He is still said to be on the run and the organizer and he was paying them anywhere for like 300 to 600 bucks for a phone. And some of the video that we have seen has just been absolutely horrendous, where this one woman is trying to stop it in the Brooklyn from them taking her purse and her phone, and she gets dragged along with them. And so far, only a few people have been arrested tied to this. The mastermind, again, is, as far as I know, still on the lam. And now it looks like those guys that I was hopeful that maybe they tracked them down in Arizona. But we're hearing tonight that the guys in Arizona are not the New York City ones. So that's not good either. That means those guys may be hanging out 
all over Mexico because that was their intended location. So that's not a good thing either in the middle of all of these problems that are happening right now. Wow. What a what a like what a disgrace for our justice system. And why is D.A. Alvin Bragg still maintaining that he did the right thing? He brought up the charges to the one guy who's there today. But the guy who was giving the finger and all these others, they're just kind of happily roaming free, probably now never to be seen again. So one person has been indicted for the assault of the officers. And as far as we know, it looks like the other ones are still on the lam. And again, probably never to be seen again. So here is Governor Kathy Hochul of New York. She was on Morning Joe this morning, and this was her reaction which is an appropriate one, but I wish she was doing a heck of a lot more. That was an an abhorrent act, and anyone who thinks they should have been let loose, I have a big disagreement with. They number them, we think, went on a bus. Uh, They were freed because no bail was posted. I worked hard to change the bail laws in New York State. Those crimes were bail eligible. They had a right to be held. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, the district attorneys may be bringing new charges, but it's frustrating. It never should have happened. And you don't put a hand on a police officer anywhere in the state of New York and get away with it. And then here's a little more of who she blames. You can ask the district attorney, however, what I have been told by him and his office is that they were not clear on actually who the perpetrators were. It was kind of a chaotic situation, maybe six to eight people Mm -hmm. involved. They want to make sure they had the right person. But but you can hold these people while you're still investigating. You don't let them out. And so you ask for bail. A judge grants it. And then you hold people until you figure out exactly what happened. All we know is there were New York City police officers beaten on the ground by migrants. And that's not acceptable anywhere. And I'm glad she is speaking forcefully, but she also could remove the district attorney, Alvin Bragg. That is an easy one. And quite frankly, she should have done it a long time ago for some of the other issues that have happened before this moment. But this, to me, epitomizes it. He seems unremorseful. Oh, I wasn't really sure if it's the right people or not. I don't know. Find a reason to hold them. He did nothing, and he gave them a free pass, and including some of them had criminal records already. They could have easily found a reason to hold them, figure it out. Then once you've decided, you figured it out, you at least have them. These people were blaring flight risks. It's obvious. The reason you do the bail And you say, okay, X amount of bail, or we'll make sure that they stay locked up, whatever the case is, is because you don't want them to fly away. You don't want them to leave. These people had no connection to New York City. They only had a migrant shelter, and yet you let them go. You, Alvin Bragg, had an absolute choice of what you could have done, and you didn't do it. You allowed them to flee. So I actually wish... Governor Hochul would be a heck of a lot stronger. Stop trying to point the blame at Alvin Bragg, but not doing anything to fix it. I pray that she gets tougher with this DA. And here she is uh, earlier again, talking tough. I want them to go through the justice system. I want to be prosecuted. I want them convicted. I want them to do time in jail. And then we deport them because if we just send them back to their home country, 
who knows what whether there'll ever be any consequences for this act. So, no, let them go through the process. But ultimately, they're actually one of the 100 crimes where we can cooperate with immigration services and have them deported. Wow, wow, wow. So here she is saying, yeah, you know what? Um, you know, yeah, it shouldn't happen. These people should be deported. Clearly, there's a problem. But that's it? You're going to leave it at that? Why are you not putting this DA on notice? He should have had uh, how many what? As opposed to the 20 strikes that he gives criminals, he should have one or two strikes. And I'd say he has about 10 at this point. This, to me, is really, really shocking. And so far, nothing's changed. Nothing whatsoever. And in the middle of all this, have you heard the new news that they're giving the migrants $53 million dollars? of these sort of debit credit cards so they can go buy groceries. It equals, it's about $1,000 a month. So wait a minute. You look at the math and you've tried to figure this out. They are getting actually 40% more than low-income New Yorkers are getting. Low-income Americans get X percent a day, X amount a day. And they are getting 40% less than migrants who came to this country illegally? Doesn't that sound like our priorities are all totally out of whack? And $53 million is, again, for these credit cards that they have to vow they're going to use for food and not for booze or not for uh, cigars or cigarettes or anything like that. So that's $53 million. You know how much they spend on veteran services in New York? 21 million, 21 million, less than half of what these debit cards going to illegal migrants are getting. Where are our priorities? That is shameful. And here is my buddy Kennedy, who's the host there on Fox News. This is what she had to say about all of this. This is cut number 41. And this is where she was talking earlier today on Outnumbered, talking about her frustration and our priorities so out of proportion. It's a finite pool of resources. And, you know, this is the thanks that people get. And what is the return on investment? You know, if if you invest in this country's freedom, how does this country pay you back? And, and the VA is horribly run. All you have to do is listen to stories of people who are trying to access care. And now that is being slashed because they can't incentivize people to stay at the VA long term and help the veterans who need it most. And, you know, those are the ones who have the wherewithal to go and get the services, the ones who have been discarded and who are homeless and who are left on the streets to malinger and mental illness and everything else. They get even fewer resources because there are fewer shelter beds. You know, you've got older New Yorkers who are kicked out of public housing and some of these shelters to make room for migrants. You have kids who are now being inserted into public schools who cannot be disciplined or kicked out even if they assault your child mm. because of the ass-backwards laws that we've got in this city and in this state and in this country. Uh, I would say that's a good way to describe it, that we are spending this kind of money on migrants and, again, our most vulnerable New Yorkers, whether it's homeless veterans or just anybody who is down on their luck and part of that SNAP program, as we all know, it's for low-income New Yorkers, sort of like food stamps, if you will. They're getting 40% less a day than these illegal migrants now. That, that, is, that is shameful. 
Uh, let's go to Sandra in New Jersey. Sandra, your thoughts about all this? Oh, I got a lot. <laughs> a lot. You want to hear my latest thought, Rita? I'm not calling them illegal anymore. As far as I'm concerned, they are legal. And this is what Biden wants. This is what he's getting. Because if they were illegal, they wouldn't get all these perks. They wouldn't get all the money you're telling me that they're getting. And it's showing in so many different ways that this is what they want, like with Mayorkas, you know, remaining in his position. So this is, in my mind, people coming here legally. They are welcomed here, thanks to Biden, and they're getting a very, very nice situation, thanks to Biden. That's what I want to say on that. I'm not calling them illegal anymore, because if they were illegal, they wouldn't get all these things. They are, So that's that. That's my first you know what? You know what? You're right, because, you know, even today, when Biden was talking and he was going on and on and on about the, you know, the border bill and everything, his view of it was, well, you know, we're also working to hurry up and get them more voting opportunities, more this. I'm thinking, OK, I was waiting for him to say, and then next is citizenship and then they can vote. Yep. You know, I, it was like almost on the tip of his tongue because, you know, just like you said, that I believe is the plan. I can't think of any other reason why an American president would do this to America, you know? I mean, yes, other, yes. otherwise, why else would you do it? I know. You know what else, Rita? I wanted to say that tonight I heard Matt Gaze say something very interesting. He, he said that um, we didn't win. One reason was if Kevin McCarthy didn't leave, even though he didn't get Speaker of the House, maybe he should have remained in Congress because we need him there to, to help with all these kind of problems. So maybe if he was there... We would have had a better chance of winning tonight. And then the last thing I wanted to say is this border deal that fell through. I would not like anything passed until Trump is in because I don't trust these bills. There there are going to be a lot of loopholes that we're going to miss. And then when Trump becomes president, hopefully so, he might not be allowed to do things because of some of these bills that were passed that were kind of tricky that maybe we don't notice. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. No, by the way, uh, you hit it on the head because the minute Congress sort of codifies some of this behavior and allowing a maximum of 5000 a day for a week period, that's what this bill calls for. Also, at one point, they could have up to 8500 would be the max max on any given day. But if you look at that, that's a lot of that's still one point eight million if it's the five thousand a day. So they are agreeing to illegal behavior. And it does make it a lot tougher for President Trump. Should he come back in again? You know, it's going to make him so much more difficult for a president to override what Congress has done. It will also, Sandra, it also sets a tone for Congress. It really ties Congress's hands because then they suddenly can't come back and say, no, 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 we want to seal the border. We want to do this. Wait, wait, wait. You allowed 5000 a day. You said under these conditions, you made it a law. So now you're backing, you're backing away from that. It actually kind of condones illegal behavior. It makes them forfeit a legal position where they could say, no, our job is to solely protect the border and bring that number down to zero, as opposed to allowing five. They've set a standard that's a dangerous standard for a long time to come. So you, you hit it on the head. It would make Trump's job tougher. It would make Republicans, anybody who cares about protecting the border's job tougher, and again, I use the analogy of a bank. If somebody says, I'm only going to steal 5000 they're still stealing. 
as opposed to 10,000, you're still allowing the 5,000. So you shouldn't be allowing it. And I think they never should have agreed. Shame on those Republicans in the Senate who think who thought at one point that was a decent deal. And luckily, some people gave them again, as I use the term tonight, smelling salt to wake up after all of that. 1-800-848-9222. And you're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at This is the Rita Cosby Show. Well, shame on New York City that it is looking to spend, and it is spending, $53 million in these debit credit cards for migrants illegal immigrants, and they're only spending $21 million on veteran services. Boy, again, are our priorities so out of whack. What is going on with our country? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Linda in New Jersey. Line one. Linda, your thoughts about all this tonight? Hi, Rita. Well, I'm really, really sad about tonight's, uh, what happened tonight, but, uh, it, I'm, I'm just going to say, with over 100,000 Americans dead from fentanyl, over 85,000 illegal children missing, an open border bringing our country into dissolution, dissolving, um, the fact that the that, um, Republicans that did not impeach Mayorkas, I consider them treasonous, and I think they should be censured. And also, I would like to say that there was one more person... Republican Blake Moore of Utah, who flipped the vote at the last minute. Um, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. My people in my family, my father fought in World War II uh, for America's in the Army, my brother Vietnam. There are many people fought and died for this country. It shouldn't go into dissolution because of all these communists in the uh, Democrat Party. I'm totally disgusted. It is disgusting. And the sad thing is uh, everybody should be agreeing that the border is an enormous issue and whoever's overseeing it should be deeply ashamed. It is preposterous and shame on these GOP members.
Rita Cosby is on. sent this to me, which is very interesting. And you know, I always look at Twitter X as it's called often during the show at Rita Cosby. You wrote that in August of 2020, August 16th, to be exact, Joe Biden put out a message saying, here's my promise to you. If elected president at this point, I will always choose to unite rather than divide. I'll take responsibility instead of blaming others. Is there anybody out there who thinks the speech that he gave earlier today exemplified unity? It was divisive. It was disgusting. And again, he is playing politics with our southern border. I cannot believe he actually said the border is not secure because of Trump and MAGA Republicans. That is a flat out absolute lie. And We were talking earlier about sort of why is he doing all this? Why is he now like playing games and even trying to focus on the border, but sort of half focus on it? It's because of politics. But he's also trying to bring more people into this country. He's not putting a cap at zero. He's putting a cap at 5,000 a day. And then he also, in the middle of all this, he has such a different philosophy. He still doesn't get that we don't want to have people in this country that are not vetted. We want to be careful. We want to make sure that our kids are in school next to people who are checked for potentially diseases. We want to make sure somebody who brings somebody over is not a criminal, maybe involved in human trafficking with a child, as we brought up 85,000 people missing. And then today in the same speech, he's starting talking about, well, maybe we can help them get assimilated. We can get more to expedite them quickly. You see where this is all going. He's not trying to close the border. He wants to get more in. And you can bet the day after, if he were to be elected again, that border would be a big leaky sieve all over again. And 12,000 might look like a drop in the bucket per day. So here he is today, also in the middle of it all, still talking about work permits. It's like, no, 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 no. Seal the border. He's trying to get more in and get them more comfortable in the United States. Listen to this. Bipartisan bill also expedite work permits so those who are here and who qualify can begin work more quickly. That's something that our governors, our mayors, and our business leaders have been asking me for and asking them for. All across the country they've been asking for this. Yeah, they're all begging for it. No, they're begging to close the border not to bring more in and have them assimilate even more and have no idea who they are. This to me is, it's just a preposterous notion as we are hearing the effort that he spent. And so today, during his speech, President Biden went on and on and on about everything to do with the border and why he thinks his bill is the greatest and why this needs to pass. And shame on MAGA, shame on Trump. He actually brought up Trump and MAGA in the first sentence. Uh, 
left and right. It was Trump MAGA, Trump MAGA, Mr. Uniter in Chief, uh, President Biden, really. And then he glosses over, as I mentioned, part of the bill was money for Israel. They're in dire straits. Ukraine also could use funds, too. They could have used the F-15s that you had promised them over a year ago. They could have used a lot of weaponry that you didn't want to give them for the longest time, and you still haven't given them to this day. But you just want to keep throwing money there, but you won't even give them the weaponry to win. So that's a whole other issue. But he spends all this time on the border, spends all this time on Ukraine, and then Israel, who's our greatest ally, gets a blip. Listen to this. This bipartisan agreement also provides Israel with what it needs to protect its people and defend itself against Hamas terrorists. And it will provide the necessary life-saving humanitarian assistance for the Palestinian people. By opposing this bill, they're denying aid to the people who are really suffering and desperately need help. I'm sorry. Yeah, obviously there are people in the Palestinian territories that certainly are in dire need. But I also think Israel's in dire need, too, because they're fighting for their survival. Did you hear that? He gave like two seconds reference to Israel. That's all he said today about Israel. So then afterwards, he said he's not taking any questions. And then he was asked a question. And this, to me, was a stunning moment. Listen to this. He meanders. He can't find the word Hamas. He probably can't remember it because, remember, he couldn't figure out Mitterrand, who died in 1996, as opposed to Macron, you know, the president. He was, like, confusing them all, right, left and right. But separate than all that, then when he finally gets the word out Hamas, he goes, the opposition. I'm sorry. I don't consider Hamas the opposition. I consider them terrorists that need to be wiped off the face of the earth. Listen to this. This is... Really stunning on so many levels. Here he is answering a question, and boy, does he sound like a lost puppy. So I'm not going to be answering any questions of this. I'll be back Thursday to stand here with you and answer all the questions you want about this issue. Thank you. This indirectly has a lot to do with the hostage deal and what's going on in the Middle East. The decision on what we do relative to Israel, the decision what we do in terms of American funding, of whether we're going to engage with the situation in Ukraine. It all goes to the question of American power. It all goes to, was America keep its word? Does America move forward? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the... There's been a response from the opposition. But, um, it, it, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But it seems to be... Uh, a little over the top. We're not sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. Now, is there anybody across the world who listens to what we just heard and says that man is in control and boy, is he in authority? And to call Hamas the opposition like they're a voting block. I mean, 
these guys were ruthless thugs, what they did to Israel. And he's like, well, the the uh, 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 oh, yeah, the opposition. That to me was pathetic. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Stan uh, on line three. Stan, yeah, your thoughts. I figured that. I figured you'd put me on for that. I figured that. Well, I, you know why? Because Stan, I know, Stan, I know what actually, you're doing. I, I know thought, what you're doing. I thought you would actually appreciate sure. that because yeah, he should have spent, right. he should have spent, no, he should have spent more game. time on Israel. I'm not playing yes your Yes or game. no. He should have spent more time on Israel. Do you agree? Do you agree he should have spent more time on Israel? Do you agree he should have spent more time I'm on Israel. Trump will never get, and the Republicans and will, will never get elected. Never answer the question. You, I know how you set it up. I'm so asking I know you're you, a team. Stan. By the way, you are welcome to go back to that. I'm just asking you a question first. You don't want and me to go to that. That's you can what you go don't to want. you can go to whatever you want to. But let what me just let me ask you. you ask? Don't ahead. you find it disconcerting? That I know you're a big supporter of Israel. I am, too. We so both you know recognize I am. that. So what did you think when he spent five seconds on Israel and the rest of the time talking about the Palestinians? And then when he's, he couldn't even figure out the word for Hamas and then he calls them the opposition. It was There was something very uh, disconcerting about that. I, I found it very distasteful. Israel is well, fighting you for their... Well, you everything so, he says distasteful. Uh, actually, I don't. Who are you kidding? I don't, actually. I don't. You do. You I don't. do. I actually, so, I don't. You can delude your, the people like, that call I'm here, but not, not me. I'm not like so orange man bad like yeah, you, okay, but yeah. go ahead. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, you know, look... The president made his speech. That's fine as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you're and not going right to answer it. You won't he's answer right it. You won't answer it. He's right about the border. Let's you, get it straight. You won't talk about Israel's borders. What about Israel's borders? Anything. They showed their hand. They absolutely are incompetent. Their own people voted against this stupid legislation to impeach Mallorcas. What a stupid. Showed how incompetent they really are. They don't deserve power, and they're not going to get power. And as far as I'm concerned, if they have passed the Senate bill, they would look much better than they do now. Nothing's going to get done. Ukraine will go down. It'll be on the Republicans' hand. Won't be on the president. They don't want to sign anything. They didn't sign anything four years ago. They didn't sign anything 15 years ago, and they never will. By the way, Thank heavens, the court said to the ex-president, no, you might be liable for a prosecutor. You may not be uh, uh, free uh, not to run and so forth. So I like what the courts told Trump today. Maybe he'll sweat a little bit, but not much. Well, as long as... All right, so Stan, let's go back to to reality, because you clearly won't answer the question. I answered the question. You know darn well you're embarrassed at the way that that president... Let me tell you something. Well, you should be embarrassed at the way that president didn't answer that question. Because that president, your president... Wouldn't your even barely. Too. Yes, your sadly. President. Our president. You're well, right. So and that's why it. I care. Oh, I, I'm I happy too. to say he's our president. I care too. He I is. Care too. It's, that's a disappointment that that was the best that he could do. That to me is so sad that that it was a drop in the bucket. And that says everything he thinks about Israel. It's an afterthought. He supports and, Israel. And he never cared Wait a about, minute. He never cared about the border until. He saw the poll number, Stan. That speaks volumes. That, that the legislation. The Republicans will look to. good. Guess what? He doesn't need to. Why would you condone bad behavior? He could have done it by executive privilege, and he doesn't. 
want to because he is playing games with the border. He's playing games with our national security. And that is something you won't even admit to. He could close that border in two seconds with an executive order. He lifted remain in Mexico. He could put it back in and he just doesn't want to. He's fighting Texas every step of the way because he doesn't want any barriers to block anyone from coming into this country, whether they are criminals or not. This guy wants a free-for-all at the expense of this country, and that is really sad. And I, I will agree with you. It was a bad vote tonight. The Republicans never should have taken a vote that failed. They should have known what they had or held off the vote. But securing the border is something we all have to care about, no matter whether we're Republicans or Democrats. That is a reality. There's no question about that. Let's go to Joe real quick. Line two. Joe, your thoughts real quick. Real quick, Stan, Ted, and uh, the other guy, Russ, are the three stupids to Nazi. And in the meantime, listen to this. Fact, they could have held, Brad could have held uh, those thugs held without being arrested for 72 hours. Two, those cops should have had canine units with them. Save the six million dogs and cats that are killed every year. Train them. Send them to Israel. They sniff out cancer. Also, Dr. Esposito, Dr. Powell in Richmond Valley adopted dogs from Animal Care and Control, which is across the street. They kill dogs every year and cats. And also, I'm in a basement apartment with a virus with no heat, $30 a month Social Security. They deny me Meals on Wheels. They deny me EBT. My beautiful dog is uh, over in Long Island in uh, the pause of war. I can't have him here. He'll die here, but he's getting better there. Is that just a greeting, my love? It American is not. American Marine veteran in the cold basement apartment with no heat. And these thugs, illegal invaders, they're going to keep on Staten Island and Fort Wadsworth. These thugs and beat up cops are getting billions of dollars. Where's the justice? You know what, uh, Joe? I agree with you. It is outrageous. We have to take care of Americans first. We want to be welcoming to those who are legal immigrants, and we want to do whatever we can to help people. But if we're not going to take care of our own, especially veterans like you and others, uh, it says something, sadly, about the priorities of this administration. And who are we as a country if we're not going to take care of our great veterans first? Joe, thank you so much. And I hear the passion in your voice and the pain in your voice and, uh, and I hope that you get the good things that you deserve for helping and serving our country. Thank you very, very much, Joe. We really appreciate it. And by the way, speaking of our veterans, here's our Support Our Heroes segment. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And this is the Tunnel to Towers Foundation Support our heroes segment and a powerful story coming from Bend, Oregon, where a retired Lieutenant Colonel Dick Tobiason of Bend, who has been one of the leaders for honoring veterans, assisting homeless veterans and leading the way in creating a National Medal of Honor highway, was recognized this week by the Oregon House of Representatives for his lifetime of service. It was House Resolution 202, and it was one of the first bills introduced there in Oregon to kick off the 2024 legislative session. Tobiasen served 
20 years in the U.S. Army, retiring as a lieutenant colonel and an Army master aviator that included two tours in Vietnam. He received the Purple Heart as a combat-wounded veteran. He's also the chairman of an organization that has helped Oregon adopt laws honoring nearly half a million Oregon veterans who served in multiple wars. And he's also opened an organization called Central Oregon Villages, helping homeless veterans find permanent housing. Bravo to him and, of course, all of our incredible, great, great veterans. And I'm thinking, of course, of Joe and that very, very passionate call we just got a moment ago. And everybody, America's heroes need your help. Donate $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. Again, all it costs is $11 a month. This organization does so much good for America's heroes, our military and first responder families. Just check it out at T2T.org, T2T.org. You're listening to The Rita Cosby Show. It's the Rita Cosby Show. I'm brought to you courtesy of the red, white, and blue. And as we are speaking about our military, you know how much I love all of you and appreciate you so much. What a huge loss. The passing of the great country superstar Toby Keith who died at age 62. Let's put it up a little. I love this man. He does so much for our troops. What a huge loss. The great Toby Keith. He did 11 USO tours for our troops overseas, unwavering in his love of America. And that song, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue, uh, one of the biggest hits ever. I can't believe he has passed away at the very young age of age 62, stomach cancer. Uh, What an enormous, enormous loss. And somebody who loved this country and loved our military, loved the red, white, and blue. Pure America. And what an enormous, enormous loss. Uh, Let's go to Jacqueline from Brooklyn, line two. Jacqueline, your thoughts. Rita, you know, um, these these rhinos, I hope people remember when it comes time again to vote, and I hope they vote them out of office. And, you know, Andy Biggs introduced that bill that passed the House regarding the border and uh, H.R. 2. H.R. 2. Exactly. Exactly. And 
all all these Democrats want to say is they want to point the finger at the Republicans and how the Republicans don't want to do anything regarding the border. Time and time again, they have been given reasonable, realistic proposals. But as you continue to say, they don't want that. They only want everything to be their way to continue to enable them to continue to destroy this country. Yep, and they also, as we're talking about, Jacqueline, have this unbelievable revisionist history. It's the Republicans. We've been trying to seal the border. Look at them. And what the Republicans need to do is say, hogwash, look at those images. Play them over and over again and say, that is a lie.